On this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus, we're breaking down how coronavirus is affecting our city beautiful and what you can do about it. Welcome to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the Bus John Busdecker. And I'm... Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. Oh, Brendan, are you down? Yeah, I'm just not feeling so inspired. I, I oh man, I always thought you said I'm not feeling so good. <laughs> I don't know. I can't make jokes about that because I got some hate mail <laughs> last week after I went to the Jim Colbert show with like at the tail end of my cold. Yeah, people thought I was like a bomb. Yeah, they thought I was trying to kill Jim Colbert. The mail I got, John. How many? You got mail? Somebody wrote you email, a letter? Email. Oh, email. All right. Email. Well, if they're really mad, they'd write a letter. Yeah. <laughs> well, she couldn't really spell that much. The one, <laughs> the one that wasn't that bad. <laughs> Here on Bungalow or the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods, like College Park, where we're, we are tonight. We are. We're in my backyard, Brendan. You and I are social distancing. Yeah, this is safe space. It sure is. We uh, we decided not to record this week out and about because of all the things going on in the world and here in Orange County and Orlando, all yeah. the coronavirus-related uh, precautions. Yeah, you, you don't want to linger in closed-in spaces too No, long. and so we decided to... Uh, to go to my house. We're here. And we're six feet away from each other. And we're outside. Outside. It's beautiful. That's and we, right. And we just had a uh, pickup picnic. We did. So we normally, if you listen to our show, Brendan and I typically go to a restaurant, go to a bar. We usually eat a bunch of food. We take some photos. We put them online to show you what we've been eating. That's our job. That That is our job. <laughs> but tonight... Uh, we still ate a lot of food. We still took a lot of photos, but instead we went and did some carry out to some local restaurants. Yeah, everybody's trying to do pickup and delivery right now. You Mostly know, because they have no idea what the laws and rules are here in the state which, of Florida. Which we're going to talk about. Like <laughs> the changes, almost hourly things are changing, right? Seems like it. And, and we'll talk about that. But they right now, you restaurants are supposed to have 50% of their capacity inside Uh you know, you're limiting how many people can be there. You can't have any groups of more than ten at one table. I, I don't have. I don't even have nine friends, so we're good. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm worth two. And then, uh, yeah, it's crazy. So they're really promoting takeout and delivery and curbside and pickup. Curbside pickup, so you don't have to touch nobody. And so some of the places I went to, like I went to Palms. Uh, so I called ahead. Pom Poms Sandwicheria. Sandwicheria. And you can pay right there at the, with your, you pay right there in your car. Uh, I went to Orlando Meats. I love and, Orlando Meats. And Ivanhoe Village. And, and I paid and ordered everything online and just rolled up and, uh, and went inside to get it. But you can tell them to come outside and bring it to you. Great. Yeah. So Stasio's is still great. It's larger, so you don't have as much room. I just went in and grabbed some extra sides. But, uh, yeah, where did you go? I went to some spots in my neighborhood here in the local, Brendan, uh, or, or in my local neighborhood. <laughs> I went to the local. College Park. Here in College Park. I got some wings, got some medium wings. I don't like so the spicy good. ones. No, too spicy. Too spicy. I like the mediums, too. Yeah, I like to pretend like they're hot, but they're not. No. Goldilocks. So, the Goldilocks of chicken that's wings. That's right. So I went there, got some chicken wings. I went to Jade. Got some sushi. Oh, Jade New Asian Sushi. Yeah, they're so good. Got some sushi there and some seaweed salad. I got some wine over at Digress. My buddies over at Digress are, are doing 15% off all wine and beer. 
They will do online ordering. You can order online, and they'll bring it out to your car if you want. They will do curbside pickup. And actually, Misty Heath, who who is our sales exec at Bungalore, has just started... Uh, working there part time. All right, you know, earning some extra cash, and, and so tell her you say, "Hey, if you I say- will, I will." They got all kinds of wine there, and like I said, they'll bring it out to your car. I also went to. I got a lot of food. I was hungry. Yeah, we got a lot of food. I went to. Uh, oh, now I'm going to forget the name. Trattori. Tor. Tor. I got to go look it up now. There it's tortellinis, and it's not tortellinis. Tortellini. Tortellini. Trattoria. Tortellano. Oh man, hold on. No, you all. All right, Brendan, I Googled it. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Tornatores. Yeah, good. Tornatores, good it's on Edgewater. They do they do pizza and stuff. Yeah. But they also have a take and bake freezer right by the counter. And I like it like, already. Yeah, they have like lasagna. It's it's food, Brendan. Oh. They have lasagna and pizza and all kinds of Italian specialties. And it's frozen, and it's not cooked yet, and then okay. you bring it home, and then you can cook it in your oven. And do it yourself. Yeah, and so I got a veggie pizza and a pepperoni pizza. They were six ninety five. Like DiGiorno's. Exactly. Only it's <laughs> not better. delivery. It's actually taken, <laughs> babe. So, yeah, we got a sampling of, of local cuisine for tonight's episode. And I think that's something that people should be looking at. We're trying to support local businesses. You know, you might be nervous to go in, but they need your help right now. And so if you can just swing by, get them to bring it straight up to your car, uh, why not? And you're also supporting them. So I like this idea of a of a pickup picnic, John. Pickup picnic. Hashtag pickup picnic. And if you want to pick some, somebody up while you're having your pickup picnic, that's okay yeah too. i couldn't stop you if you wanted to but you gotta stay six feet apart from them yeah this have you there's a play well i won't get into it there's a play i saw called bent and they and and they're in jail together these two dudes and they like basically talk to they can't touch each other but they like make love with words oh makes, it's, it's really hot hey, it <laughs> yeah. sounds good but it happens in like an internment camp so oh, it's not great okay but, but still that beautiful scene all right uh, so let's talk about things yeah so what's going on brendan <laughs> it's been a big change from last week yeah i mean last week there was rumblings i mean people knew this was going on with coronavirus yeah, and it was like thunder in the distance yes you but know we're like in it right now oh we're in it yeah and we but may be in it for a while i actually don't even feel like we're like in it in it like i i feel like next week it will feel like we're in the eye of the storm okay and i so and i say that just because i've been updating we have some lists you know on bungalore.com there's a corona virus update list things that you need to know with breaking news things that affect you on bungalore uh and we just keep updating the same post and, and it's separated by dates and it's so, things that have closed canceled postponed canceled yeah or like yesterday uh an update was that orlando weekly laid off 13 employees they we're going to be talking about that later uh the diocese of orlando suspended mass to to control the spread of the virus what are you going to do on sunday now brendan <laughs> Still not go to mass. Still not go to mass. <laughs> now, yeah. now you can stream it. <laughs> That's great. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. I would rather be an armchair Catholic. Uh huh. That sounds great. You don't even to have me. to wear clothes if you don't want to. You can watch. I wouldn't anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm not allowed back. <laughs> uh, so things like that. Just so the updates are always coming. This it's changing every hour and and right now it's a lot of uh restaurants and things adjusting their hours to accommodate rules coming down from the state and from 
you know, Buddy Dyer, Mayor Buddy Dyer. Uh, also, hotels are starting to close. We've had some big, I mean, the Hyatt Regency on International Drive is yep. closed. I through mean, May. Through May. And, yep. and a lot of this is, you know, obviously people just aren't traveling right now. They're staying home all over the country, all over the world. And so you don't have reservations. People aren't coming here. These big hotels are saying, well, we're not going to stay open if nobody's going to be here. And that's just the first one that has said yeah. we're going to shut down. And I think... Or, Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings said that uh, he's he knows of more. There's been rumblings of more. They yeah, I think announced he said in an yet. interview he was in a conference call, John, or something yeah. with some other property owners. He said that they will be in the coming weeks. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Disney hotels shut down. Yeah, I think they shut down. They I shut mean, down they, first. Yeah, and, and you know Disney World has shut down, and we talked about this last week. I think they were just talking about it. They just announced it last week, but now they're shut down. So is Universal. So is SeaWorld. I mean, all these attractions yeah. are schools too are uh, not going to be coming back. Yeah, school. So schools were supposed to be out for a week for spring break, and then they were going to be out an extra week. Right and now, they're out till April fifteenth, and that's almost that's getting close to the end of the school year. And they're saying there won't be any exams. Yeah, no, they're canceling no tests. Scenes. Yeah, and There's, so you'll have an option of if you want to. Uh, repeat your child if you want to. I heard that today, and I I don't know why. I I feel like I'd be mad at my parents if they're like, you got to go back to 10th grade. But, right, so, but, like, I don't know this. This is a missing piece for me, John, but is the... Is the Orange County Public Schools going to maybe present them with things that they should be studying the rest of the curriculum for so, the year so they can do it themselves at I, home? I think right now what they're trying to figure out is how can they do online learning for all of these students throughout right. the state. That, I think that's what they're trying to do. I think the issues are going to be just like any time. You know, you have a lot of students that, you know, if, if I was a 10th grade student and I had to do online learning, no problem. I got a computer. I got internet, whatever. But not everybody's like that. And then if you have a house that has three kids, yeah. you know, you know, it's, it's easy they, for some people, but it's not easy for others. They're promising for households that don't have internet that they're going to be supplied with uh, hotspots, uh, internet hotspots, okay. you know, laptops and things. But, they're going to try and hook them up. But how long does that take to unfold? Right? And hotspots don't. I mean, they stream video, but, you know, go back to what I just said. You got three kids in the house streaming video on a hotspot like that. That's not practical. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, it's, it's going to be a tough situation with what they do with all these kids. But you got to do something. You can't you can't be like, all right. You know, don't do nothing. You got to figure out a plan. And it's hard because you can't send them to traditional uh, other outlets, you know, like organizations that can help with that because you can't congregate. No. Uh, which is the whole reason why the schools are closed. And there there was a big issue this week where the superintendent, uh, Bar- Barbara Jenkins, she she said all of our teachers have to come back next week. And teachers were livid about that. They've, they, they've since backed they've down. They've since backed that. down. Yeah, they were going to make them come in after spring break, and uh, now they're not. And I don't know when they're going to come back. I don't know when the teachers in Orange County, but I think other counties – a lot of those teachers are going to come back. I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, they're going to be in empty classrooms. Well, no, because, well, maybe, right? And that's the big debate right now, right? Are are the kids, if they're not going to be tested, uh, and, and ultimately the rest of these next few months are going to be a wash, academically speaking, because you could just reset and go back next year and hope that we don't get another pandemic or something. Uh, so the idea is, will kids show up if the schools reopen? That's a good question. I mean, I mean, you and I, we don't have kids, and so we don't have this dilemma. But you know, would would you send your kid back to a school that 
they could possibly get uh, coronavirus. I'm not saying they're By going being to. exposed. Well, that's okay. So somebody just said like when everything gets back to normal, right? And in my head, I was like, normal or like the new normal because this this is going to be we're not going to have uh, not what vaccines for like a year at least, say, maybe 15 months, right? I guess well, is the process. Trump's going to do it tomorrow. They have they have <laughs> to test them, right? They, <laughs> yeah, they, no, they, it's going to be at least 12 months or so. And observing and making sure it doesn't come back. And uh-huh. So so it takes, I guess, like a year to 15 months just to develop a vaccine. Uh, and so people, this is a long term shift that we're going to see that we need to respond to. And that's really tough for not only just schools and everyday things like that, but also just jobs. When you look at Orange County, which is tourism focused. And this is this is the big conversation here in Central Florida is, you know, how does this destroy our economy? Because people people tourism is a industry where if you don't if you don't have any money or the economy's bad, you're not gonna go traveling. Right. Yeah. What What do you do, John? I don't know. And then you have all these people that work in these industries where they, they clean rooms and they, they're housekeepers and they have lower wage jobs, but they rely on people traveling here. But if nobody's traveling here, they don't have work. And they literally, I think they just voted and passed the... Uh the the package where everybody gets cash from the government. There, right? I don't, I don't know if that completely I is. Know. I mean, it's Thursday night right They're now. They're voting so on it. They, they are, they oh, are talking it's about it. What it is, what yes. the package is, and it's twelve hundred dollars. Yes, I per, don't know if per how adult, per adult, just one time, maybe twice. Once again, I two payments. Yeah, it's supposed to be two payments. This could all change between now and when this actually airs, and when you're right. listening to it. Because I was hearing, you know, people were saying it could be like monthly, a monthly payment until this is over. Uh, who knows? I think they will do. I think they'll do it in increments. They would do it once or twice, and then see how that goes, and then keep doing it as it goes as needed. But I mean, that's a radical thing. I mean, that hasn't happened in a long time. There, I read this today. It did happen in two thousand eight. During that crash, they had mailed checks. I think it was six hundred dollars per adult and three hundred dollars per kid. Now it's twice that. I mean, does that mean this is twice as bad? I mean, it it might be. Uh, I mean, I just don't know. It but happened I think so quickly. So quick. I mean, there's no two plans. weeks ago. Two weeks ago, things were at least in in this country, things were normal and fine. Yeah. Well, and the State Department just issued a level four travel advisory to international travel. So they're they're asking all Americans that are out and about to come home or they have to prepare to shelter in place for the foreseeable future. And, so. and this leads me to the Canadian thing. I mean, sure. they're, they're, Close they're the closing the border there for all non-essential travel is what they say. Right. And so, like, I mean, does that mean, like, you couldn't go home if you wanted to? I can because I'm a Canadian national, so I can be allowed back in. Ah. But Scotty wouldn't be allowed to come with me okay and my sister and and her family and and my brother-in-law they live in toronto right so i i probably couldn't go there and they can't come here no although she's an american citizen and if you don't have a passport you have about 72 hours to get one right now Uh uh, is what i'm hearing uh or otherwise you're just not going to be allowed to get a passport they're not going to issue passports because they're locking it down that's crazy it is crazy. I need to get a passport. Yeah, <laughs> but but that goes back to the whole international tourists. I mean, that's that's a lot of people that come to Orlando from England, from Brazil, from all over, and that all goes to zero. I mean, that's a lot of a lot of missing jobs there. Yeah, 
Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't know what that means holistically. I don't either. Right. And uh, it, I think it takes time for people to say, all right, now it's time to go travel again. Now it's time to go spend money on a trip to Disney World. I mean, that's not that's not a need anybody has. I mean, it, I disagree because there are people who do that, right? There are people who save years to do that. It's true. This is it's not just a, a vacation in for Americans, I actually think they treat it more as like a Mecca, like you have to go. Uh, and I think the core bit of business that Disney gets are from people who go there multiple, mo- like generationally. So I, I, I don't think we're experiencing a shift that will destroy that. I just think it's going to delay it. I think, I, I think maybe if, if things continue how they are, even if they get better, I think the crowds will be different. I think there'll be less people there. You don't think so? Uh, I think, yes, but I think it'll pick back up. I mean, yeah, you're right. People will always make sacrifices to come to Disney World. I I agree with that. Yeah, whether that's smart or not. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) no, that's fine. Your own money. Do whatever you want to do, Please come here. Yeah, Uh, we need it. (laughs) (laughs) But I I don't see that happening. I see it happening for the short term, yes. But but not long term, right. unless something like crazy happens. And flights are the same way. I mean, airports are. Our airport is at. I think I read what thirty percent or something like that. They're yeah. at thirty percent capacity. Well, this is their busy, one of their busiest times of the year. And they need. They're all waiting for a bailout now. Uh-huh. All of these, like Delta. Yeah. Right. What did they say? Seventy seventy five percent of their fleet has been grounded. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, nobody's flying, and yeah. if they are flying, there's the the planes are at you know twenty thirty percent capacity. The sky is falling. I have to say, Mills Fifty is quiet, man. Really? I mean, I feel like when I drive home from work, it's not nearly as busy. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I drive to work, it's not nearly as busy. Oh, should we change a little bit? Can we? We can't keep talking. We, we got to talk about Fringe though. Fringe is is done. Yeah, Fringe. I saw that today. Fringe has canceled or the Orlando Fringe Festival. Their 2020 festival. And uh, this is one of my favorite festivals of the year. I love going to Fringe. I don't go to, you know, I don't go to 50 shows during it, but I go. I try to go most nights. I hang out. I see a few shows. I drink a few drinks. If you're not familiar with it, it's it's one of the longest running Fringe theater festivals. And it is the longest uh running international fringe festival or something in in the country yeah yeah, yeah. and they bring in hundreds of theatrical productions from around the world to like lock haven park and ivanhoe village and fringe just means kind of odd theater (laughs) that's my best way to describe it. yeah like fringe from the peripheries it's people who are like testing new things out yeah there's they're showcasing things like naked dudes sometimes sometimes or it could be there was this (laughs) one woman in a mask and she was an old man (laughs) <laughs> and she told the story of this old man that stole the moon. And it was the most beautiful piece of theater that I've ever seen. And I it happened. I didn't go to that one. Oh, I should have. The old man who stole the moon. Yeah. Like, Is that what it was called? Stole I thought it was my- called Moon. It might have been called Moon. Yeah, I in my head that it was one. that. <laughs> that was supposed to be a really good one. I missed it. Fantastic piece of theater. So the executive director Alana Friskix just announced uh, earlier today on Thursday that they are putting it on hold. Uh, and they'll come back next year. But if you want to make a donation, you have until April 30th uh, for that United Arts Collaborative campaign, where if you donate to arts organizations now, they will match it for an additional 15%, whatever uh-huh. they raise. Uh, everybody's asking for money right now, so it's a hard ask. 
But like this festival welcomed what seventy five thousand people last year at least. Yeah, yeah. and they sold four hundred and fifty thousand dollars in tickets, which all goes ticket money goes back to the actors. And those actors, they're not all local. A lot of them come from all over the world just yeah. to perform here in Orlando, and they come every year. They try to come every year. But and local ones, you know, they get a lot of that they change, do. and they depend on that money. They do. And they with, do. And with a lot of them, they were also working at the parks. So now we're looking at. A whole group of people who were their day jobs was working at the theme parks and then their night jobs was doing local theater. And man, are they going to get hard right yeah, now? And yeah. there's not a lot of support uh, programs for out of work actors. No. Right? And not here in Orlando, no, especially. And, no. And generally, you'd just be like, well, go get a job, a serving job. Not going to help you either, right? Yeah, now. because like you don't need ten servers if you don't have a, a, a dine-in restaurant right. anymore. You just have carry-out. You just need one or two people to run that. So my heart goes out uh, to the hard-hit theatrical. Yeah, and right and, and you know we sort of touched on this a second ago with with Disney World, but like all the things that are around Disney World. Not I'm not even talking about physically. I mean. People that do other jobs for the theme parks, whether right. it's you know shooting video for something or whether it's uh, making sets for something, like they don't all have to work for those companies to be affected by this because there's so many third-party mm-hmm. vendors that that deal with all these different attractions and hotels and whatever that are going to be affected because if if the parks are closed, they don't need to operate. Yep, uh, Tamuqua White House. This is this is kind of an uplifting. All right, let's take a break. Could say it'll be nice. <laughs> uh, Tamuqua White House. That's that. It's it was a house turned concert venue. Yeah, love it. Benoit Glazer, the French Canadian, who's the music director or was the music director over at Cirque du Soleil, started this. He would have concerts in his house by Boone High School, right? Yeah, right by Boone High School, Summerlin, and and now it's one of those beautiful, most special c- concert venues it in is. town, right? And he still lives there. It's his house with his family. They are streaming, since they can't have concerts right now, they're streaming all these old archives concerts that they've been stockpiling for years, John. And these are like worldwide talents who came through and you didn't even know because they were performing to an audience of like 80 people. Uh, You can now watch them all on YouTube, Facebook, and on their website. They're streaming new ones every day. Or you can donate $10 and you get access to all of them at once. You can just binge watch. Oh, nice. A really cool like fringe uh concerts jazz and classical and a little bit of everything. world music yeah, yeah, yeah. the stuff you it's like what you'd find on a cd at starbucks yeah i love that how are we doing on time <laughs> we're doing good we we're can take right. a little break though if you want take a break. let's take a break let's take a break we'll come back and put some hand sanitizer on <laughs> and we'll tell you about uh, a voice actor who's reading a famous voice actor reading books and uh who di- who's disney is donating all their food to This is Erin from Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Here are ways you can use your library during our closure. In addition to the five credits a month you get with Canopy, they're offering several films as credit-free viewing. Keep checking back as the list will grow as Canopy connects with community partners. The best time to learn a language is under the age of six. Little ones can use Little Pim to learn 12 different languages. It includes resource guides for parents and teachers and principal lessons. Learn web design, QuickBooks, and more with our live online classes. To get the schedule, click Classes and Events on our website, then select Live Online Class under Category. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. 
Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Bustick. And I'm ready to check your temperature. Brennan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. I hope up top and not down below you're going to check my temperature. You're lucky to get it wherever you get it, John. <laughs> <laughs> so this week's episode is being recorded from John's uh, backyard. Where That's we're having, right. We're having a pickup picnic. We're here in College Park. We... Uh, Ordered some food some, from some local restaurants, such as the local so, in uh-huh. Orlando Meats, Pom Poms, Jade New Asians, Stasio's Italian, the Italian place, Tornatore's, Tornatore's, and uh, if you want more, and Digress Wine, and Digress Wine. If there, we have a whole ongoing list of all of the restaurants locally that are doing. Pickup, delivery, curbside pickup. Uh, if you don't want to go inside, just go to bungalower.com and pull up the list of all of these cool stuff, all these cool restaurants that are just trying to get through this with us, y'all. Yeah. Uh, and I broke it up by neighborhoods. Good. Too, I don't want to come to your neighborhood. No. <laughs> well, also. Staying in my neighborhood. The list was so long. It was like, I don't know where any of these are. So I had to start breaking it up. Have you been to Publix recently? Uh, no, I'm kind of avoiding Publix. Yeah? Yeah, I went to iFresh. Okay. The the Asian market at Bumby and Colonial. Yeah, how was it? It was actually kind of pleasant. Nice. Yeah, was, <laughs> everybody was wearing masks. Uh-huh. Very nice. The aisles are wider. Uh, okay. You know, like everything, I got this giant bag of brown rice for 20 bucks. Oh, you're making rice for a while. Well, I was like... <laughs> I'm getting my hunker down mode too, oh, a little bit. Yeah. You know, like I just want in case we something comes down the line where we have to stay home. I don't want to have to rush to the grocery store with everybody. That's else. a good plan. Yeah. That's a good plan. So I made I'm making chicken stock, you know, for like easy stuff in the instant pot. Um tons of like dried goods and I'm going to probably I got flour so I could bake if I need to bake. Good, and, good. Yeah, I made little, my own bread today. You did? I well, did. Every day. Every, well, every uh, every few days I make my own bread. You're yes. so good, John. Yeah, yeah, but we I was in Publix a few days ago. I haven't gone since Monday when things started getting a little crazier around. Well, there, you know, we were getting reports of fights over milk. Yeah, I, I'm not fighting anybody over milk. No, just take it. Uh-uh. <laughs> if someone was like, did someone want to I don't know why fight? you would fight over milk. Yeah, just go to 7-Eleven. There's tons of milk yeah. and nobody was there. If you want it that bad, you're clearly having a way worse day <laughs> than I am. Yeah. And I'm probably full of CBD gummies and not caring. <laughs> so just true. take the milk. Take the milk. Yeah. I'll just water down some yogurt and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of yogurt, I'm out of yogurt. I uh, do got to go to Publix. I got to go to Publix. Uh, before the break, we were teasing. There's a, a local musician, Andy Matchett. Do you know him? I uh, do not. It's a bit of a crooner. You know? Ooh. He's, uh, he's hosting an, an e-telethon, this little online concert that they're going to be streaming on YouTubes uh, called No Days Off. And they're going to just try to raise money for local musicians and entertainers that were affected by the outbreak, which is great because we were just talking about there's not many uh, uh, catch-alls for some of these people. Some of these people, you know, like Eugene Snowden, one of the best local performers we have. Yeah. If he's not performing, yeah, where is he making his money? I don't know. He, that's a professional 
amazing performer that if he's out in front working a crowd, there's nowhere, there's no other money. It's coming true. In. It's true. I guess I worry a little bit about all these live streams. I mean, it's great that they're doing them, but is it a sustainable thing? I mean, can you do them every week? Can you do them every day? Can you do them every month? Well, and also our audience is also kind of tapped out too, right? So you're like, yeah, we're we were just talking before the break about people uh, like Orlando Fringe need some cash. Right, uh, or Orlando Museum of Art, CFC Arts, like get stuff from them. So everybody's needing some cash, and, and they're all really can't. I mean, they're all canceling their shows, and so I mean, that's the mm-hmm. that's how they raised money. They do shows, they do performances. It's easier to like if we're trying to support local food. Gets like you need to eat, right? So yeah. it's easier to just be like, well, I'm going to spend twenty bucks today anyway. I might as well spend it at Orlando Meats versus uh, Burger King, right? Like direct it to somebody local because that money stays local. That's that's proven. That's I agree. science. If you I spend agree. it, a local dollar stays local, versus you know supporting local chains. Even though they're yes, they are owned by maybe some local families. Uh, there's a bigger safety net for some of those chains. Yeah. Uh, so check that out. It's gonna be no days off. It's on Saturday, March 21st. We actually wrote about it on Bungalore.com. If you wanna tune in. Go for it. That's going to be some burlesque, so you might see some boobs. Oh. Actually, since it's online, they can probably show some nipple. They probably... I don't know what the rules are on YouTube. Right? I don't know if you can. either. You just say it's not for kids and call it a day. Really? Yeah, I think. Call it art. Yeah. Yeah. Well, art. We should probably start with that to get people hooked in yeah. right away. Want to see some nipple? Or you save it to the later <laughs> part, and that way people stick around. Surprise. So just like Janet Jackson. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Smart. I like yeah. that. Uh, the the man Josh Gad. Do you know who Josh Gad is? Uh, yes, he was Frozen. Yes, he vo- he voiced <laughs> Olaf. The uh, oh, the I snowman. thought he was Elsa. <laughs> oh, I, I'm thinking of somebody else. Same person. Same person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he voiced Olaf the snowman in the Frozen movies, and he will be he's reading books every night on his Twitter. Because he's in California and they are, you know, meant to stay home right now. They are. Yeah, especially if you're in San Francisco area. Cannot leave. Can't leave. So he's at home and he's reading a different book every night to kids on his Twitter, but it's also their parents and it's blowing up. And I wrote about it. And John, we were getting retweets from people in like Canada and Australia. Really? Yeah. It's like people are loving that. Nice. Great. I want to see more of those things. Speaking of libraries, our library system is closed. Closed. But you can request books, correct? Yeah, it's called mail service. And don't ask me what it means because I don't have that in front of me. M A Y L. Oh, actually, you might M-A-Y-L? have it. M A Y L. Buy me some time. Buy me some time. Uh, well, I, I will say this. So they they have home delivery of all a lot of their materials, not just books, but you can get books, you can get DVDs, you can get CDs, and they did this before coronavirus and i would get one every now and then it's it's like old school netflix they bring it to your house yeah and so in a little blue bag a little blue bag and they'll sit it by your porch and And it's but and and you don't have to wait because they have their own drivers yeah and sometimes you know it takes a few days for it to get to your house it's not going to come today if somebody else has it then they just put you in a a list and you wait until it's available but you can order like 10 things and they'll bring it to you when they get when they can and then if you don't want to see anyone like you they have 
every branch basically has a drop off box, so you don't have to see anybody. You can just cruise no. by and drop it in. That's there's what actually, I do. There's actually a uh, drop off window with a downtown branch. Yeah, it? and I go to the one in Fairview Shores, which is closer to my house, yeah. and just drop it off right there by that Walmart. But yeah, so I ordered a bunch of movies because yeah, I can stream stuff, but there's a lot of times you can't stream things without paying for them. Right. So I wanted to get some movies that I hadn't seen. There's some books that I wanted to read, and so they're going to bring them to my house. John, I love it. I love it. It's free. And also, Scotty Campbell, my man, works for the library. True. So I would I, still say I'm these biased. things if he <laughs> didn't work. He can get fired from the library tomorrow, and I would still say oh, how great. I would. I hope he's he not going. He, oh, he does a great gosh. job over there. If that happens, you have to hire him at the sheriff's department. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. I don't think he would work. He wouldn't want to work there, I don't think. <laughs> no, I'll start going to the Maitland Library if they let Cute him go. Cute cops. How about that? Cute cops. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're great. You also have streaming access so if you don't. You can hear Audible. and Yeah, not Audible. Overdrive. Overdrive. And yeah. then uh, uh, there's another one. Search with an L. Canopy and L- Loop. Loop. Something. I use remember. Overdrive. I'm an Overdrive app. Okay, cool. Kind of They're all kind of the same. They're all good. But yeah, you can listen to books. You can read ebooks. It's great. Let's talk about Disney a little bit. More? Yeah. Okay. So Disney donated, they're donating all their food to Second Harvest that was left over from the theme park. Which is great. Awesome. Uh, Second Harvest has been dealing with a dramatic increase in demand uh, for their services and they help people who are food insecure. Yep. Love them. They're doing great work. If you want to help them, just type Second Harvest into Bungalore and you can find some really easy links. Uh, but they're also, they just closed down their college program. The, the who did? Uh, Disney. Well, Disney uh, World did. And they, it's several thousands of students. Are they sending them back home? Yeah. You got to go. To wherever they came from. They're not allowed to stay. They shut down the staff accommodations so they can't stay there. Wow. Uh, and they actually had to leave by Wednesday this week uh, like sent them packing and uh they're not bringing down any more college students until may john and and they fell again it's several thousand roles that they get some cheap labor for things like popcorn vendors and street sweepers and so those are kind of vital roles to yeah. keep is that what those kids are majoring going. in in college popcorn uh, making and streets <laughs> hospitality event management <laughs> you know really hard to hit hard hit industries yeah. right yeah. now too uh it's just kind of sad but but it kind of tells you more about what the company is thinking about their timeline for opening too well, i just don't think they i mean they know what what their timeline kind of is but that could change that could change tomorrow oh, yeah and they because they're supposed to open in April, right? They say we're closed until the end of March, and then we're reopening. But like that might change come April first, and then they don't know what's going to happen on May first and June first. Let's uh, guess, Foxtail. Okay, Foxtail. So we, we, we talked about them a couple weeks ago, right? And how people like people love to either love on Foxtail or uh-huh. just love to hate them. So I I I like their coffee. I don't I don't. Go out of my way it's to go get it. It's just a coffee shop, right? If I'm driving by and I want a coffee and Foxtail's open, I'll go. Yes. I'm not going to go 10 miles out of my way to go get one. It's fine. It, it, they're in my neighborhood. They're I'll beautiful yeah, interiors. Beautiful. Well, they do a great job in terms of you know designing their spots. I know. Too. The owner The owner actually called me because he was like, hey, I'm gonna, I want to buy everybody in Orlando a drink. Would you guys write about that? Is that even cool? And oh, yeah. Like, I'll write about it uh-huh. just because I know it's going to be polarizing, Like to be honest. That's I yeah because it's either like yes it's awesome that you want to get everybody a free coffee which is what he did today Thursday at all of his foxtail locations 
anyone could get any drink that they wanted and he was just going to do it because he was like I want some normalcy I want people to feel a little bit of normalcy okay by having a hot coffee and not having nice to worry thing about the for cash. him to do yeah I agree super sweet but I also told him because I knew you have some haters out there and they're gonna be mad because you you're telling people to come into your store could so it was like, come get a cup? It's takeout. Oh, it was takeout. Takeout. All right. So yeah, Don't so, linger. So what's the difference between giving a free coffee and then having a restaurant that has carryout food? John, I agree completely. Yeah. But I knew people would flip out, and they did. And so our Facebook comments were fine. Our Instagram comments were so mean, so divisive. I had to do something I've never done, and I shut down the comments. Wow. Just because it, people were starting to like fight enough that I thought they were going to start Googling each other's addresses so they could hunt each other <laughs> Not down. Your Not your problem. But you know what? It is kind of. Because nah. I was providing a platform for vitriol and people are so upset right now and just feeling like things are out of control that for whatever reason... So you're saying... So those people were saying this this foxtail is encouraging people to leave their home. To leave their home and get coronavirus. When they're not supposed to. But like, yes, I hear that. But every other restaurant is asking you to do takeout right now. True. And they're asking you to pay for it. True. He's doing takeout and giving it to you for free while also keeping a store open and paying his employees to be there. Yeah. Right? I I thought it was great. And so I just want, I don't know what it is about Orlandoans and companies that are doing really well that makes them get upset with them like that. Like there's a real love hate line, which I don't understand. We've talked about this previously. I just don't get it. And I think, uh, and now that I've interacted with them more, I, I know that they are really, these are just local dudes that just want to give back and they want Orlando to like them as much as they like Orlando. And it's really sad to me to see how mean people can be uh, with really no reason. I guess, I mean, I could see a point if, if, if I I don't know how many people took them up on this offer. Were they hundreds of thousands of people? I don't know yet, but I'll be interested to find. Because like, I mean, I, I mean, I guess I could see if you said, all right, we're giving away free food at, uh, pick a really nice restaurant in town. Yeah. I don't care. And you're saying we're giving out free food today and you have 5,000 people that show up like that. That is a dangerous situation. I mean, that's yeah. exactly what they're telling people not to do. I'm not saying this is what Foxtail is doing. No, but they I don't were, think there was lines out which the is door. So, see, but that's every other restaurant is saying like, come in and you get $20 off on your next uh-huh. order. You come in and you get, well, I, someone told me you'll get 10% off if you order Two entrees. Like, that's their incentive to get people in the restaurants. Yeah. They're not working, right? So this is one incentive was offered. A free coffee. And it was, I assume, very successful because the way that it was shared, it might have been our most shared Instagram post of the year. Like, insane. All right. Insane. Um, And because it was a successful promotion, it crossed a line and people were really upset ah. because none of the other ones I see other foodies and other people, you know, food bloggers and things sharing incentives about go out and support this pizza maker, go out and support this donut burger maker. I've seen those too. I mean, every news station has said we need to support yeah. our locals, which is great. I'm not, I'm, that's great. Nobody so said anything nobody said negative. Anything. It's just when you give away something for free, I guess is the, is the line. Yeah, I guess. 
I guess, but it wasn't with purchase. It wasn't like, it was, come in here and if you buy this, you get this. It was like, come in and get a coffee on us. You're having a hard day. And people tore them apart, and I don't think it's right. All right. So I'm just going to go out on a limb. There you go. And say that's not right, Orlando. You, would you take your free coffee to the beaches in Florida and go hang out there, <laughs> no, Brendan? No. But that's, see. I'm just kidding. But what do you think of that? What do you think of those people a, on the beach? Could we, before I say okay. that, actually kind of ties in. I'm a rational human being most of the time, right? <laughs> I am. We are always presented with temptations, and us as adults can sit here and make, we weigh the pros and cons and make a decision, Yeah, right? I shouldn't be upset that that option exists. I should just be okay to walk away from it. Uh-huh. And so knowing that the beach is there, yeah, that's tempting. But knowing also that I could get a disease that could potentially have give me complications and kill me, uh, I don't need to go, but I'm not going to throw a shoe at somebody because they're going to the beach. I don't, so I, I, I would disagree. I won't. I ain't throwing my shoe. It's a little at bit anybody. different. I ain't the throwing my shoe at beach. anybody. But I think I think those communities should shut their beaches down. I agree too. I, I mean, I, if they're open, yeah. I mean, that's also see, and that's I guess it, there's a capacity issue, right? Because the beach, it's thousands of people are hanging out at the beach, yeah. together for long periods of time, sweating, you know, oh, yeah. just hanging out, getting oh, yeah. drunk, touching yeah. each other, touching each other's bodies, bodies, and beach balls <laughs> and towels and stuff. Right? Yeah, no, I th- I think they should probably close the beaches in Florida. Yeah. At least for the foreseeable future, because that's the only way to stop people from going to the beach. If that's your, if that's a concern of people yeah. gathering, I agree, I agree. But it's a little like there's a there's a natural capacity to restaurants of like what fifty people. How many no, people I agree. can have? No, that's different. Versus thousands of people on a beach. Yeah, and then like the changing rooms there and the restrooms and then yeah, all the gross. the knobs you got to touch to clean your feet afterwards. I shared a meme on our, our <laughs> I shared a gift that I made on on Instagram. About it reminds me of Jaws when the mayor oh, yeah. wouldn't shut down the beaches of Jaws. Yeah. Because he was, this will kill us. You can't, it's spring break. No way. Same exact argument. Oh, exactly. No, that's exactly why they haven't closed them down because yeah. they want people out there. And, and you know, there's not a, if you shut down movie theaters and, and, and other performance venues and malls and all that, where, where's the next place people are going to go to go do something? The beach. I mean, that's just where you go because it's free, it's outside, and it's something to do. There are other options. We have oh, great no, there are tons trails of other options. Where you won't see another soul. Go to Fashion Square Mall. You won't see anybody <laughs> there. I think they're, are they not closed, though? Because Florida Mall is closed, right? Oh, I don't know. I think Florida Mall is the other outlets ones. are closing up. But, like, there are things to do, I think, We outside. shared a list. Actually, there's a, of course, because this is one of the millions of roundups we have this week. There's a roundup of things that you can do without seeing anybody. Number one was go to Cape Canaveral. Yeah. Seashore, because uh-huh. you wouldn't see as many people. It's a, it's a slower beach Slower there. beach. You can yeah. be naked, you know. Yeah, if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You be naked anywhere, right? Yeah. Stop <laughs> me. But Tackle like, me, copper. I mean, there are places you can go to be away from people. Uh, there's lots of state parks that if you really sort of park and walk, like you can get away from people pretty quickly. Lots of trails all over central Florida. Yeah, that, we have a great list of trails. I don't think I have that. I up, mean, even but. the Orlando Wetlands Park, they stopped doing their tours there on the golf carts. However, you can still walk around the, the yeah, water. Go see there. some gators. The Apopka yeah. one, which I've never done, but Lake, I've always wanted to. That one, to go. you stay in your car. And you don't even oh, have you to. Can? Oh, I you can? I think you have to. Oh. Yeah, that one. There's some, People cycle it. There's different parts to it, but there's okay. a loop that you can stay in your car and drive around. 
That sounds awesome. Yeah, no, it's fun. And like, I mean, I go running every day. I'm yeah. bragging a little bit here. But like, I'm not around people. I go run through the neighborhood. I'm not getting close to anybody. So you can like go do stuff. I'm seeing a lot of people outside. Oh, I mean, yeah. so we've talked about this. My wife and I and, and uh, a woman I work with at the sheriff's office, she's like, I've never seen more people like out walking their dogs and going for runs than I have in these last like week or so. And I agree. <laughs> It's great. Yeah, I mean, you wait. I wait. It's harder for and... parks and things. Like, I had to drive through to pick up Scotty after work at the downtown library, and like Lake Eola was packed. It's, and I mean, people are walking through South Eola like it's a market. Yeah, day. that's a little too much. That's probably too many people. But that's a, that's the nature of the downtown area where they're living. I too. agree. I agree. Right. But there's other parks nearby you could probably walk to. Yeah. Delaney Park. I agree. Right? But there's also there. this downtown thing where people want to see and be seen, you know, so it's hard. Yeah talking about downtown we didn't really we didn't we have to revisit it uh orlando did we talk about orlando weekly uh very briefly we didn't say what happened they laid off 13 staffers and that's a huge number for such a small paper yeah yeah and i think only one position in editorial we don't know they didn't yeah. really give us a breakdown they sort of said it was all across the board though from different departments and you I, used to work there i did i was the calendar editor and then my i trained my replacement thaddeus mccollum who was a jeopardy champion he was and he's just recently left actually of his own accord uh and they hadn't replaced him yet and now they just lost another editorial member. I want to say there's like three, four people left in editorial. Oh, yeah, there's not weekly. many. Not many. For the, a weekly paper like that, we had twice that many when I was there, I think, including interns maybe, uh, putting out that paper. And, man, it is just – that is a tough job. And so my heart goes out to the team because I cannot imagine doing that amount of work and quality work uh, with the skeleton crew. No, I agree. I, I texted Fias, their food writer – and he's freelancer. Saying, he, he's a freelancer, yeah. so he's gonna keep doing that. He said they'll be leaving. He said he would him. do it if they paid him, or he didn't. <laughs> That's what he told me. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be. You know, they're gonna have. Yes, they cut a bunch of staff, but I assume their their freelancer budget's gonna go up a little bit. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Fiaz's name there a few more times. This is the same company that owns uh, Creative Loafing in Tampa Bay, and uh, they also laid off people seven. And they actually have five other papers around the country, and they laid off people at every single one of their papers. Wow. And so Euclid Media was there when I was there, John. Uh, and nice guys, um, but ultimately, you know, that's why they got into events is because they're trying to make more money yeah, which uh, is for fair. the I shareholders. Mean, you got to diversify your, your, you know, if your paper's yeah. not making a ton of money, and you can say, well, events might make us some money. I get why they do that. And it did. It actually worked so well. I actually heard the publisher say once... Uh, you know we're we're really we're what did he we're an events company with a news habit uh, which gross but i hear him because that's what they set up for themselves and that's that's where they're making the most money which you could see because their events team was way larger than their tiny editorial oh staff. yeah their parties and do their well, sales people parties go. do great yeah. everybody loves them they were a machine uh they left they got rid of their event manager paul jessica Pauly. Uh, sales and design people. So yeah, it's tough. And I know there's a there's a news reporter at the Tampa Bay Times, a little unrelated, but a well known reporter. His name's Craig Pittman. Yeah, environmental gone. reporter. They just let him go, and not just him, several other people at the Tampa Bay Times. And I don't know if this is just all coincidence of what's happening this last week, or this I'm was coming anyway. Whispers about more coming for Orlando Sentinel. iHeartMedia dropped tons of people just like a month, ago, yeah, a yeah, yeah. few weeks ago. So yeah, it's tough, and that's when we need. 
good journalism exactly. most is when we're losing them and but you can't fault them too much because we're all based on if you're not based on uh memberships and subscriptions then you're beholden to advertisers it's true and in an economy where people don't have money to advertise what are you gonna do yeah Right, that, that gets cut, and then the paper gets cut, and the staff gets cut. Yeah, we're we have a very diversified income stream at Bungalore, but we're also with skeleton crew ourselves. So, like, what are you gonna do? I think you're you're the skeleton. Yeah, crew. I'm the, me and Marcel's exec, and <laughs> our interns not even with us because UCF cut their internship ah. program. So it's tough. But John, I hope everybody's happy and healthy. If you're looking for a job, Amazon's hiring 100,000 new positions across the country. We have a link up to that on Bungalore. Uh, Stay tuned. Wash your hands. We got to go, Brendan. Yeah, let's get out of here. Everything was great. Thanks to the local. Thanks to Digress. Thanks to Pom Poms. We'll get to you guys. We'll have another pickup picnic soon. Go have a pickup picnic yourself. Tag us in your photos. Let us know you're supporting local. See you guys next week.